Hello and welcome to Hold My Popcorn, where we make fun of the spooky movies and trash the bad ones. I'm Max Healy in Nashville, and over in the north end of Boston is Tim Begin. How are you, Timmy boy? Very confused, Max. This movie is very confusing um, for reasons that we will get into, but uh, I'm perplexed. Good. And over in Sacktown, California, we got John Anoshak. How are you, sir? Confused! How are you, Max? I guess I'm equally confused. Yeah. Did you? Uh, did your lovely wife have a very nice birthday over the weekend? Oh, she had the best birthday, and I want to explain what it was. She was able to grab um, her friends and organize a park tasting. So we didn't cool. want to go and do like a you know an actual wine tasting, wine tasting somewhere, and not be able to social distance. So we got in the park. You know, seven, six or seven people showed up, including us, with their own bottle described each bottle in their own funny way just to have a good time. And I don't remember much else from it. Hmm. That sounds I didn't good. have to drive. Okay. So, yeah, it was great. Wonderful. It was absolutely wonderful. She had a wonderful birthday. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. And for all those you know that are born in January through March, don't worry. You two will have a, a pandemic birthday soon enough. <laughs> don't you worry. <laughs> what type you know, of wine did you bring, John? So I brought, um, it's funny you ask, cause I actually wrote, um, I actually wrote a description for it. I don't have my phone. I think it is, it threw it across the room when I spilled beer all over my laptop, but, um, it was a rosé that was not actually a rosé because it was gold. It was not red and blushy um, or anything mm. of the sort. It's basically like the Rudy Giuliani of rosés. It's just oh. confusing and two-faced. I got gotcha. you. Mm. So that's yeah, I what I have. I would have thought French. you would have brought like a fruit-forward Riesling, like some savage. Oh, God, no. Um, but I did have in my back pocket a Zweigelt rosé, which is an Austrian grape. Which is mm. Zweigeld itself, um, usually a red table wine, um, which comes in liters. Very interesting. As opposed to the, just the 700. And we were inching closer to Halloween, and for some reason we watched Critters from 1986. Kreitz. Oh boy, Max. No, say it in the original Scottish. The Kreitz. The Kreitz. <laughs> yeah. Have, I wish that the bounty hunters were, were, were Scottish. Have either I of have you to guys... say, yeah, yeah, go ahead. no, I've never seen this okay. before. And I have to say that, like, I turned it on and I said, okay, well, I'm not going to be paying attention to this too hard. <laughs> yeah, I held off <laughs> until just... about three hours ago. When I put yeah, it on. I was just like, all right, well, this is going to be on in the background. <laughs> the minute I saw two fucking, like, green dudes flying through space, one of them was, like, transforming into a, a, um, like a less attractive Rick Springfield than I was like, okay, this is crazy. I was really worried that it was like a leftover um, sex ed class tape, you know, from like the eighties where it's like these two guys with the green glowing heads that are the bounty hunters that we'll meet later in the movie are actually on um, the representation of sperm. Hmm. Really, take. really strange shit. And then, of course, we will get to the, the prison keeper because the movie starts off on a fucking asteroid, isn't that, if I'm right? Like, any movie in the 80s that starts off with a giant rock spinning in outer space, probably not a good sign. No. Should we just get, let's just get into it. Fuck it. Let's yeah. do it. By the way, all the listeners who haven't seen this movie before, don't worry. We watched it for you, so you can still listen. Exactly. And it, that's exactly why we did not take this intro seriously. Critters, that's all you got to know. We are going to speak about this just as disorganized as the actual movie was itself. It made no sense. Yeah. All right. Well, we open up with the uh, the unseen and extremely hungry monsters called Kreitz. 
getting transported to this prison off an asteroid when all of a sudden they get hold of the spaceship and escape. Yeah, I don't got much to say about that. (laughs) You don't even get to see him escape. It's just like there's like an explosion and some turbulence and then you get to see, you know, Donald Trump's like, you know, precancerous like colon polyp just go burn at the crunch escape the second they show the warden i just said out loud oh boy uh, yeah <laughs> dude he he looks like a discharge you know what i mean like something that like is excreted secreted from the human body he looks like lando uh lando's like french alien co-pilot with like the job of the hut snake guy and then oh. also you got like a little bit of Trump, like you got the side comb over hairdo and then like the whole like my eyes are starting to sag because I've gained so much weight in my face. Look. So basically like a prison warden. <laughs> Pretty much. What what's really surprising is how many big name like producers and just like people were attached to this movie. You look at the opening credits, it's like fucking I feel like it's like a who's who of like. Hollywood elites now who produced this movie. It's like, who the f- how did they, how did this like pole vault them into, uh, into like Hollywood stardom? This is crazy. Critters three was uh DiCaprio's first movie. Oh God. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> Wait, it's, Critters it's crazy three? to me. Yeah. Dude, Billy Zane got bigger after this movie. I know. Well, at this point, I think Billy Zane had only done, um, back to the future, right? Yeah. But that's the thing, dude. Billy Zane got bigger after this movie. B- Billy Zane with a super sweet ponytail in this movie. Yeah. How the fuck did Billy... How the fuck did... Okay. We have a lot of questions. I mean, there's a, we could have a whole episode about how Billy Zane is like a, a household name. He's not a household it, name. Who's Billy Zane? Jesus oh. Christ, John. Yeah, that's me. Okay. He's, he's the on, villain Max. in Titanic. How about that? Oh, yeah. He Put a cork in it, Zane. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I just yeah, he was the names. iceberg okay. in Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> fucking got it. I was wondering who he was. I mean, I he went down in the best possible way. All I remember him is in that fucking, like, ass-tight, like, pleather purple outfit when he was a superhero for, like, 30 minutes. Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, goddamn. What was it in that movie? Nah, who cares? He has dick-sucking lips, guys. Yeah, Come on. Well, anyway, so this warden, he hires two shape-shifting bounty hunters, I guess you can call them body hunters, uh, to watch a crash course in world history with important information like uh, Hitler, the atomic bomb, the invention of the vacuum, and most importantly, rock and roll superstar Johnny Steele singing his fake hit song, The Power of the Night. Honestly, this is the most 80s thing ever. It's just like, (laughs) okay, let's take a mediocre... Uh, like a mediocre singer, like pop singer, and just throw him in this movie. Dude, the guy's not even some... a pop singer. It's an actor playing that person. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I thought, because I thought he was a real person. I thought that was like fucking uh, the guy who did, you know, the Caddyshack theme song and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Only Max can call bullshit on synth. Like, no, that's counterfeit. No, that's no counterfeit new wave. All. This is just hair hair metal. Or hair rock. I don't know. Butt rock. The butt rock. The guy Johnny looks like an even more drug addicted Mick Jagger crossed with Tim Curry. Huh. Yeah. Look up this dude and then look up this those two. Boom. So the shapeshifters transform into the discount Mick Jagger guy while the other guy just can't find anyone. So he's just stuck looking like the green man for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't get that. 
And also that he misfires throughout the rest of the movie and just turns into people as he sees fit. He is a fucking loose cannon. He does not understand how anything works in this movie. He sees a piano, he blows that up. He sees a TV, he blows that up. He sees a toilet, he's like, anything that makes a sound, he just starts shooting. He's he's the Derek Paco Brady of the alien bounty hunter world. (laughs) Well, I think, like, early on, too, like, right when they're having this scene, the warden's like, hey, I don't want you to be destroying the planet. And then they, like, they disconnect on him. I mean, wouldn't you hang up on Donald Trump? These critters, they're Democrats. They're looting (laughs) the streets. They're trying to eat the border. They're trying to eat this entire economy that have done a great job destroying. Also, we know that everyone in the suburbs can throw a better pitch than Tony Fauci. Let's be honest, oh, that's God, what America needs today. to talk about right now is a, is, a, is a pitch, a throw of a ball. The critters are going to eat your suburbs. I was going to um, liken the critters to my homicidal cat, and if anybody out there who's actually seen this movie or decides to watch it after listening to us, um, you likely will be able to draw some parallels between these things and your pets. All right, well, then we've got uh, we got Brad, the kid, making some homemade explosives with his 45-year-old alcoholic, mentally handicapped, former baseball <laughs> prospect friend, Charlie. Yeah, that was a lot to take in. Jesus Christ. It was a lot. And he turns out to be like Rain Man smashed together with Forrest Gump and like, you know, kind of saves the day. But he was the best comedic relief, like throughout the movie. He's like constantly trying to get help and the people just keep like driving by him. He's like, hey! Honestly, the most realistic scene in this entire movie is that guy being let out of the drunk tank, being like, I could have been something. <laughs> I was throwing heat, I told you. <laughs> you didn't make you didn't make JV, Charlie. Shut up. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'll just introduce everybody. So we, here's the rest of the uh, the Brown family. So we got D. Wallace, a.k.a. the mom from E.T., and her, you know, 1950s, 1980s stay-at-home mom with like a full dress who cooks and cleans. What? There really was her? Yeah, that was wow. D. Brown. Or D. Huh, Wallace. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Um, and then you, she actually has a husband in this movie. So you got Jay, who works on the farm. And then we have April, who's just your generic, horny, air quote teen, who treats her brother like shit. Okay, so point of clarification here for the fans. Um, D. Wallace, actually, her character not only is married to the dad, but is the daughter of the dad. Because... I've never met a more mismatched look looking fucking couple. This that guy is like eighty-five. And she is like twenty-one and smoke and a smoke show. Yeah, she looks <laughs> yeah, great. In this movie. You're right. I mean, he's yeah. already started bowling. Like you don't start bowling until you're sixty-five. Minimum. Dude, that that guy looks like fucking Walter Cronkite. <laughs> and she and she's like coming out of the fucking, you know, SI swimsuit the first SI swimsuit edition. <laughs> Like with the daughter was pretty good looking too. Oh, she was that great was looking. Oh, April. Yeah. yeah. All right. So then we got Brad playing with his special edition Unibomber collection set while his sister April tries to bang her New York boyfriend Billy Zane in the barn. I didn't I didn't like how sort of like non angry this like farmer dad was about that whole situation. You got some fucking New York like big city guy coming rolling in his Porsche. And your daughter's going to fucking take him down? No. And she's jerking him off under the table? Bullshit. Listen. Yeah. That guy, he was so quick to get his guns. I mean, he should have got his gun on Billy Zane and be like, get out of here, Zane. He's he was more angry about her not, gonna go, like, not going to see his bowling tournament. Yeah, exactly. That, that is exactly what points to this being a marriage later in life, children later in life. 
Because he's already like 85. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I get it. You know what? The kid's going to fuck. What are you going to do? You know? Shit. All right. Well, I like how he goes, did you tell her about life? Like, he's he's oh so God. country. He's so country, he can't even say sex <laughs> yeah. or anything. Or even, or even, like, some tangential innuendo about sex. He's just like, you tell her about life. And basically saying, like, did you tell her about that her life is basically to get knocked up <laughs> and to have kids and then to hang out here? You tell her not to fuck in the barn. Yeah. Got wild stuff Hay in fever. There. It's very real. So also, the, I mean, the sister acts like they're going to go for a drive, and then she drives the car, like, five feet in front of the barn, which you can still clearly see the car from both from Brad the and the parents' window. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, my parents never come out here. You mean the barn <laughs> He's a fucking five farmer. feet from the house? He's a farmer, and the barn's five feet from the house. Of course they go out there, you dumb asshole. <laughs> the, the barn's in the front yard. Yeah. So... This is the point where we need to just just state that this is a uh, this movie is a ripoff of Gremlins, but they are so transparent about the fact that they are a ripoff of another movie that the movie itself probably consists of nearly sixty minutes of content. It's actually about an hour long. Yeah, super short, and they don't give a fuck about any background, anything. It's just like we're gonna move five feet. We'll fuck our parents. Don't come out here. Yeah, don't worry about it. they're farmers. That's perfectly fine. Mm-mm. And it's part of that content is Billy Zane being the least believable teenage boy in the world. Oh he's like, he's like, she's practically pulling him up to the fucking hayloft by his dick. And he's like, I don't know. I got hay. I got allergies. Is your dad going to come out here? <laughs> like, what? You are a really fucking teenage boy. Your, your hormones are like fucking like the, the, the fucking Roman Legion. Okay, guys. No, 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 no. Okay, you two city boys over here are like, okay, so this is what it was. It was Mr. New York realized we're going to the country, you know, with college girlfriend, like, holy shit. He's on P's and Q's the entire time. Yes, when he is being pulled up into the barn by his cock, he is still scared. Your father comes out here, he's going to kill me. And he meant that. When you're that age, you would fuck in front of like a baseball stadium on a fucking like bed full of tacks. Yep. No, abs- absolutely not. You know, the only thing that actually like combats the poison like building up in your balls as a kid that age? Yeah, jerking it. No, meeting your girlfriend's father. No. Yeah. No. Terror. Like, you- fucking the horror. Mm. It all depends. Anyway, I like people I, don't come to when you go to prom. People don't come to the front door with a loaded shotgun. No, in Boston. Jokes on you, John. <laughs> I didn't have a date to prom. <laughs> also, um, Brad sees him sneaking into the barn, and he just immediately shoves a handful of explosives down his pants. Yeah, <laughs> I like how that's. He's like, I'm gonna get her. I'm gonna blow her up. <laughs> I was like, wow, that, that kid's taken after me. He does have red hair. You know? <laughs> and then my next note here is 24 minutes in, still no critters. There's only 54 minutes left in this movie. <laughs> I know, we still haven't seen one. And then, like, even then, like, when the... Like, so, like, the ship lands at some point, you still don't see them. No. <laughs> they don't, they don't come <laughs> up for, best, like, another 20 minutes. <laughs> that was the best part of this movie. Because most of the time, it goes the other way with me. Like, I'm like, this, ha- this movie has to be almost over. And then I go, What? <laughs> Ten, I'm only 10 minutes in. <laughs> Jesus. But now this one, I'm like, oh, this is sweet. <laughs> I feel like I've only been watching this for two minutes and I've got like 20 minutes left. The best thing about this movie is every 10 minutes is literally 10% of the movie. 
Yeah, it's, exactly. It's it. This whole thing is a treat. It's like a. It just keeps like there are layers to it or something. I don't know. It just gets better almost. Like you it just watch it. Like you're like, okay, I kind of get it. The whole thing was designed to just be a middle finger to stereotypical, just like movie making. It the whole it's a clusterfuck, and it's great. It's designed to be poundable. Yeah, this was much. This was much better than I expected it to be. This was the first Netflix original. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then the critter spaceship lands on the Browns' farm where Brad and his dad go to investigate, but turn around after they find one of their steer half-eaten. It's too bad they didn't oh, look dude. straight because the, the spaceship still had his lights on. I know. I was like, how did you miss that fucking flying orb? <laughs> mm. Oh, it's a meteor. Well, hell. I still then, don't know what state we're in. Well, it's in Kansas. That's yeah. how you know. But that's how you know this isn't really in Kansas. Because if it was actually in Kansas, they'd have been like, "Oh Lord, the devil ate our cow. We gotta <laughs> call past the bomb." <laughs> uh, also, you you got the mom. She's watching like the same music video by Johnny Steele when the TV gets scrambled, and she starts smacking the remote. It's like, what the fuck is that gonna do? Wait, I Listen, thought it was Max. called a clicker. It's a remote for the national audience. It's a clicker for the local audience. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Writing that down. He's like, the TV doesn't work. I'm fucking smacking the click as hard as I can. (laughs) (laughs) No, that 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 would be something that would happen in Boston. (laughs) The fucking thing? The fuck? I'm the TV didn't work for a minute, so I threw the clicker against the wall and that that didn't fix it. Why would why would you think that would fix it, uh, Chandra? I don't know. I'm gonna go through rocks with the Metco kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, and then he cut to the only patrol. Don't look into that reference, audience. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, do not. Do not. That's a bad. Uh, no, no, Boston's no, no, no. very weird city. It's extremely yeah. liberal and extremely racist. Yeah. <laughs> Watch The Departed. You'll get it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, speak, yeah, Mark Wahlberg did that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, all right, and then he cuts to the only patrol cop in this town crashing into a ditch after he sees a critter tumbleweed roll by. So he goes to check it out when he gets attacked and eaten by the critters hold on, that are hiding under his car. Fuck yeah, <laughs> dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> These things are, they're cats. That's really what they are. Like, if you could, if a cat could just roll. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? Fuck that. Cut that out. These are dust bunnies <laughs> from hell. They just fucking roll by, and there's it's something so funny every time I see these things. And throughout the movie, like they roll a lot. And then there's these odd times where they don't roll. And they're just cute. They're better than gremlins. I like them. I like oh, them. Oh, dude. Yeah. The thing is, is like these things probably are just from Australia. <laughs> I feel like if you showed an Australian like this movie, they'd be like, oh, that's a that's a cannibal bearer. It's a fairy boo. Yeah, it's a fairy boo. Very cute. They also eat you. <laughs> Anyways, he wants a Foster's. That would be in Australia. Totally. Fucking would be. Everything's trying to eat you there. That whole fucking continent is a video game. Yeah. All right. Back to the brown house and the critters cut the power lines and viciously attack the dad in the basement. Do they ever? I mean, they fucking, they go after this poor man's shoulder, the same shoulder three times. <laughs> over and too. over again. <laughs> yeah, they have a, they're obsessed with this guy's <laughs> shoulder. I have no idea why. I love how the budget was so it. low. 
for the for the gore where they're like, fuck it. We we can only fuck up one of his shoulders with the makeup and prosthetics. Like they have to keep biting the same shoulder. <laughs> I was gonna say though, they didn't really go after him that well, no. that badly. They just kind of like grabbed onto his shin and his shoulder and then shot like a fucking like uh like a kebab skewer at him. <laughs> I think it's just a, like a hardware store nail that they used. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it looks like. The best part of this movie is just watching grown adults flailing around while holding a, like a Furby and acting like it's attacking them. I fucking I love it. I, you know, if I had a bad night with LSD, I'd imagine that I would get into a fist fight with a Furby. So <gasps> critters. Yeah, I could see it. Don't, I, I actually don't lie to us, John. We've seen the video. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, in the deleted scenes of the uh, the ET uh, ET porno, you actually do have um, a deleted scene with the critters. So, oh well, but you, and you get a scene with the critters and ET later on in this movie too. Yes, you do. <laughs> so, meanwhile, the bounty hunters arrive at Earth with uh, the second one finally taking the appearance of somebody when he uh, takes the appearance of the dead cop. Unfortunately, though, for him, he takes the appearance of the dead cop who's already dead, so he looks like he's also dead. I also love yeah. when when uh, bounty hunter number one, who's already chosen a form, looks over at him and just sees his buddy start shaking. And I was like, <laughs> is he jacking it? Oh, because then you see lightning bolts and stuff go up his head, you know, and you're like, oh, he's changing. Got it. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. We're not talking about like a real quality bounty hunter here, folks. We're talking about like, you know, maybe like a step below dog, the bounty hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, these are these are meteor crater bounty hunters we're talking about. <laughs> right. I mean, they're just like glorified Joe Exotics pretty much. I actually, so I, I rented this from Apple. Um, I didn't want to save the dollar and just jump through hoops with uh, Jeff Bezos. Fuck him. And the description itself of the movie is hilarious because it describes the bounty hunters as like extremely powerful, but surprisingly incompetent bounty hunters. Like they actually put that in the description of the movie. So I love the bounty hunters in this the movie. The movie itself already knows that it's just a piece of shit. It's great. I love it. When I first saw the bounty hunters, I'm like, oh, fuck, like, this is going to suck. And then they were like the best surprise of the movie. I thought they were hilarious. <laughs> like, great. I legitimately got a kick out of them. We're trying to figure out how to start that car. Because got, like, <laughs> Just the Mick Curry guy, he thinks that like the shotgun's part of the ignition and the other guy's like hitting the shift, like the, all the shift gears. And then they both like start the ignition and fire the shotgun at the same time. <laughs> like it would have been hilarious if they just kept with that. And every single time they try to start a car, they have to like shoot a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there are there is there are a lot of parallels between the United States government and this fucking movie. All right, well then we cut back to April and Billy Zane. I have absolutely no idea who Billy Zane's name is. He's just Billy Zane. He's about to die. He's though. Billy. Yeah. yeah, still not fucking. Billa. Billa. What? <laughs> so they're still not fucking. But uh, Zane, you know, he's yeah. trying to fix this uh, tape deck when a critter pops out and bites his finger off. Then it kills Zane and rolls over dead after he eats one of Brad's firecrackers. Fuck yeah! I actually, I really like how the thing just like, it just like swallows the firecracker like, nah, 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 and then just eats it. And you just see it just got, <laughs> and just burp. And, and a just, little bit of smoke comes out its eyes and it just, yeah, 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 falls over. Slowly rolls over. The se- the sequel to this movie shouldn't have been Critters too. It should have been that fucking kid, that Brad kid in like, a state hospital for the insane with a psychiatrist going, why do you like blowing things up, Bradley? <laughs> He's like, it makes me feel good. I love the fire. 
The fire makes me feel warm. Because my mom's my older sister. Because <laughs> my mom's my older sister and my dad's my grandpa <laughs> and also my brother. And I don't know what decade it is. <laughs> this kid is making a full stick of dynamite in his bedroom. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Also, yeah, I mean, you got uh, <laughs> the sisters screaming for help, and then Brad immediately just goes to unbutton his pants because the firecrackers are in there, but the way they did it. <laughs> oh <my> yeah. <laughs> Jesus I'm Christ. coming, sis! <laughs> I, I think that somebody, um, maybe the director, perhaps, I don't know, um, had to date someone from rural America, and they themselves are from New York, and they just had to take every dig possible at this family. <laughs> I, I, It's the only thing that makes sense. Back to the bounty hunters who crash into this little church where one of them takes the identity of the preacher and then they shoot the piano and just leave. As one does. As one does. Yeah, it's it's a dead art form. You, no one, okay, this is why they shot the piano because even if they were if they were aliens and they came here, they'd be like, well, we understand that there are like string instruments and percussion instruments, which is this. Uh, both? Fuck you. No, no. Shoot it. Shoot it. Fucking Max, shoot it. Max was cheering that scene. He's like, great, get a synthesizer. <laughs> this is 1986. I, the fuck you doing with the real piano? I knew yeah. a business that if you moved, it was like a venue almost, and if you moved the piano, you had to pay them $500 to move the piano. And I mean, like, Jesus. they move it to the other side of the room just in Wait, case there? it went out of tune because you moved it. Yeah. Mm. There are, like, companies that specialize in just moving pianos. Yeah, fuck that. Piano movers, yeah. Mm. Fuck that. I feel like we got all of the recordings of pianos that we need and it's over. Like we don't need them anymore. I think they're kind of done. Mozart's over. <laughs> That's right. Mozart coming at, come at you. Me. Heard me. You bastard. You're going to fight him in North square too. Yeah. Come back to life. You pussy. Meet me in North square. You pussy. What's your last name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's, yeah, what's your last knows. name, Beethoven? You know, Prince. <laughs> uh, you turn yourself into a symbol and then we'll talk. <laughs> All right, back at the house, you got Papa Brown deciding to take matters into his own hands and just immediately getting overpowered by the critters on his front porch. This is like all the PSA you need for why gun control is a good idea. <laughs> it's basically just like, I'm going to get my gun and kill these people. It's like, nope, I'm just going to get fucking fucked up. Oh, pack of records. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got to give it to the father. And like, even throughout through the end of it, like he is the one who's like front lines. Like he just, yeah. he takes like, just gets bites taken out of them, still fighting these things through God the end. Damn the it, why the, why the left shoulder over and over again? <laughs> Mother, <laughs> something else! Like, they bite him on the hand at one point, and the shin. Like, the guy can't, he can't wipe his own ass or, like, actually beat it or walk to the front door to take his mail anymore. But he did all that for the family. That's true. It doesn't matter if you suck at it, as long as you take the hit, the initial hits for the family. Check, check box. It's done. You check that box. Also, I, I did not expect there to be subtitles for the critters in this movie. <laughs> They're so oh, oddly dude. planned, too. So funny. <laughs> fuck! When they, when they shoot that <laughs> critter in the, like, dead, yes. and the, he just goes, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the scene that we're getting into. Like, I mean, one of them, they, they says they have weapons, and then the other one says, so what? And then mom just, like, sticks her gun out the door and blows one of them away, and the other one just goes, Fuck! 
That was immediately when I was like, okay, this is better than Gremlins. Yes. Like, <laughs> Gizmo didn't say fuck. <laughs> yeah, no. Gizmo just fucking just made babies and they all turned evil and ate the town. No. <laughs> yeah, I like how there's probably like writers in the writer writer's room. Like they're saying, okay, so these things are just going to be like mindless killing machines. They're that, That's going to be the scary part. They're just going to be ravenous, insatiable. Let's have them swear. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, Tom? Let's have them swear. Like one of our friends gets shot in the face and the other one goes, fuck. <laughs> well, that kind of like undercuts the whole like mindless killing machines. Like they don't have feelings, emotions. They're just ravenous killing beasts. Yeah, I know. But I think they need to say fuck. I think they also need to know how power works. And they, I think they also need to know how to fly. <laughs> right. Alien I think there's going to be uh, three guys, uh, four, you know, 40 years from now, across, spread across the country that are going to fucking love it. <laughs> and then meanwhile, we got Charlie drunk and out of breath trying to tell the cops what he saw. Um, <laughs> but, you know, they all think that he's a nut, so he just decides to just get blackout drunk at the bowling alley instead. That, that's very realistic. That's what I would do if I gave up trying to tell the cops that someone was committing a felony. I would go to the bar. <laughs> and then he's at the bar. He's like, I don't want another one. And then he just chugs it. And then the guy just pours. And then he just waits for the, for the bartender to pour him a new one. <laughs> Bartender's like, I'm going li- to. You have to be one annoying customer for a bartender to leave a bottle in front of you and just at your own discretion, drink it. <laughs> just like, I don't want to be bothered anymore. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, bounty hunters go to the bowling alley where everyone gets quiet and acts like the only black guy in town walked in. When uh, the stupid one who keeps on changing his identity shoots the t- uh, shoots the TV, and then he takes uh, Charlie's form, and then they just beat up a few bar p- uh, flies as well. Um, I took that as they actually killed all the bar flies because when everyone's too. running out of the the bowling alley, you just see nothing but just muzzle flare inside <laughs> inside of the building. It's like, oh, they're all dead. Yeah, okay. I, I also thought the preacher was dead too, but he wasn't. That's why I was kind of yeah. fumbling over those words. I wrote down killed. I'm like, no, I guess they didn't kill because they're they're in the movie later on. So it killed. These like um these bounty hunters are kind of like the U.S. occupying Iraq <laughs> for like in like if you were to look at that through like an Iraqi person's like lens, it'd be like I don't know what's worse, Saddam Hussein or these fucking people <laughs> like who just came in and started Ugh. shitting like fucking things up. Those critter like, killers. God. Yeah, and they're they're worse than that. They're the fucking. It's when Blackwater shows up. We're like, oh wow, they turned it over to the corporations, right? Oh. Who really have no morals? <laughs> wow, so these guys are actually here and having a good time. Oh, oh got it. paying to kill for for these people to kill people, huh? Mm. I also note not one person in this bowling alley. They're like, hey, aren't you the guy that has the number one song in America right now? Yeah, aren't you Rick Springfield? <laughs> aren't you an ugly Rick Springfield? <laughs> Why, yes, thank you. I wanted that hair. He's got some nice flow. The fucking mane. Yeah. It wasn't even a. It wasn't even a mullet. It was a mane. No, that's just some rock star hair. That's a lot of hairspray and a lot of blow drying. With a yeah. big ass penis gun on the side <laughs> of his hip. The only way out. I could describe these things is because they actually the guns actually get erect before they shoot. They do. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's really weird. And then at some points they sound like gunshots. Other times they sound like laser guns. We don't know. Anyway, sorry. Moving on. Sorry. My note here. It's just, uh, one of them turns into Simple Jack. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my God, suave, suave though. Like the hair color changes and it's all slicked back. He's like, he Hello. looks so much better. It's so it, hell yeah. They dude. did a good job. As he looks, I mean, he looks like Simple Jack for the most part. And then it's like, oh shit, that's the same guy. Yeah, never go full retard. <laughs> yeah, never, never go full Charlie. <laughs> Gotta slick that hair back. Take a bath. Eh. Um. So now things are getting out of hand. So they call in Sheriff Harv. Motherfucker, Sheriff. Oh my, oh my god. god! Literally the epitome of uh, Chief Wiggum. <laughs> I know <laughs> he is Chief Wiggum. I just uh, did. You guys notice that he had a newspaper clipping of Dolly Parton taped on his wall next to his phone and his cigarettes? Yep. Yeah. Yep. We know exactly what that was for. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be some good spank bank material. I'm gonna click this out of the local <laughs> newspaper. Fucking right, dude. Anyways, back to the brown house and critter attack. God. So all the critters break through the windows and fireplace and begin to attack the brown house once again. Honestly, this is one of those movies that just like keeps repeating itself and you're just like, okay. So I guess this is like going to keep happening and then it's going to abruptly end. <laughs> Which is essentially what this movie is. not a lot of time really left. Did. It feels like the movie's just starting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like, okay, so yep, they're going to attack you. Yep. The movie itself is about 35 minutes long. Yeah. Truly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's mainly just one critter biting Mr. Brown's shoulder <laughs> repeatedly, and then, and then it just sort of ends. At this point, too, the mom is just fully losing it. She has the best right. freak out of the movie when she yells at Brad. Oh my gosh! About like, did you check the windows? Yeah, mom, I already checked the windows. Well, check the windows. It's like, oh wow, oh okay. And even the kids like, it's like mom, Jesus, it's be fine. D. Christ. Like, yeah. yeah, mom, chill the fuck kids out. Like, Kid's like, Mom, did you take your Klonop in today? <laughs> yes. Listen, Dave, we didn't go that hard in rehearsal. <laughs> yeah. Calm down. Yeah. A chill. So Brad plans on just getting help, but then he finds a fat critter next to his bike, and he gets chased into the barn where he discovers that the critters are getting bigger, and then he runs out of the barn without any of them noticing. <laughs> oh, I know. It's so funny. How did they get so much bigger? I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love that big critter next to the bike, though. He, like, pushes the bike over, and he's he's just like, come and get it. Come on. <laughs> it's like a super sumo wrestling. <laughs> These things do have some odd, like, the walking scenes are fantastic. Like, when they kind of, when they do walk, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Whoa, they're almost cute when they walk. It's when they start rolling. Oh, that's when he knows death. See that critter roll. Mm-mm. All right. Well, then we get some comical gremlin-like debauchery with the critters eating the goldfish, <laughs> eating the pillows, and molesting and eating a stuffed animal E.T. while a giant critter stomps past the window. I. It wasn't that big. They. I. It, I at know. one point, it seemed like it was bigger than the house, and then in another scene later on, it's as big as just like you know, it could be as big as a person. Yeah, and that's, again, my original note said that this giant critter that's four stories tall walks by the window, but I guess he was just walking across the window. He's only, like, he's right. just a dude in a suit. Honestly, dude, this is, like, this had the, I mean, I I don't want to say it had the same problems with scale, because this movie, this movie was not meant to make sense, mm-hmm. but, like, it had the same problems with scale as, like, God's, that Godzilla movie we did with fucking Matthew Broderick. <laughs> oh. Or, you know, Godzilla was, like, tall of the Empire State Building in one scene and then, like, could fit into Madison Square Garden in the next <laughs> scene. Know. It's just like, I don't fucking understand. Climb through the subways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I know. All right, well, Mama Brown, who had a mental break about 10 minutes ago, quickly turns into Sarah Connor, and she's just, like, blowing all these critters away. 
until she runs out of ammo when explosion! And two of the bounty hunters rush into the house and begin shooting every appliance in the house, sometimes hitting the occasional critter. I did love that. Their intro is blowing the front of the house off. They blew the whole front of the house off so much. And this was actually the best special effect, not even a special effect, but like acting quality of the family is they blow the front of the house off and you can actually see the shockwave basically like knock the family off their feet in a very convincing fashion. But this is intro. Boom. I wanted them to do a... um like a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, like <laughs> guitar, th- guitar riff when they enter. I mean, they're pretty much wearing what all the people in the future in Bill and Ted's uh, Excellent Adventure are wearing. So exactly, they did need a face melter. A face melter would have done really, really well there. I mean, they are like the spitting. They're, a, they're the epitome of butt rock. They're both in full leather. Yep, that hasn't even been dyed black. It's like mahogany red, which is weird. <laughs> it's cheaper. Fuck cheaper well yeah. that happens the explosion happens and then you got the critter saying let's roll yeah let's <laughs> roll run away <laughs> i really wanted them to like be swedish it would have been fucking hilarious if those if the divine turn had swedish accents <laughs> just be like let's rock and roll friend <laughs> let's kill some critters friend that would have been better than scottish that would have been how do we turn on this car Oh, I think you shoot the roof and then you hold the cars. And then you go home and have the butter with the oat bread. <laughs> <laughs> also around this point too, the chief shows up and then like he like he sees the uh the other guy who's dressed as Charlie and he goes, Charlie, what are you drunk or something? <laughs> and just gets like shot put out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I think I swallowed my chewing tobacco. Hey Charlie, I'm hallucinating. That means you must be drunk. <laughs> It's a better question. He should ask, hey, Charlie, are you not drunk? Because you look pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Did you find cocaine? No, he, he definitely jumped up at least three tax brackets uh, when he turned into bounty hunter version of Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he turns into, uh, uh, never mind. I don't, uh, Limitless. He turns into the dude from Limitless. I can't oh remember God. his name. Moving on. Bradley Cooper. We're on our A game today, guys. Yeah. That was a great job by me. Good poll. Okay. No, no, I'm not. I'm, I, I suck. Tim's also, the we're all using, we're, me and Johnny using different microphones and I don't know how to hold it. So it's definitely just been distracting me this entire episode. Doesn't matter. We only got the a couple more notes left. On. All right. The heat is on. Okay, go ahead. All right. So then the giant critter. Ca- it's on the street. <laughs> love me, love me. Act like you love me. Then the giant critter kidnaps April for about five seconds before Brad and Simple Jack rescue her. And then you get Charlie's redemption story where he proves to everybody that he can throw stuff as he makes a Molotov cocktail out of the stolen bowling alley whiskey bottle. And then he throws it on the ship. I thought he was going to miss it when they I first when he throws it. I was like, oh, he's going to miss this. I thought he was going to Jack burn it and just like put his head up in the air. Like, damn it. <laughs> the critters get the, away. Like, oh, shit. Shaking their and head. The dad from Dewey Cox comes out of the woods and goes, wrong kid, dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then the critters, they blow up the brown house and giggle about it because they're little shitheads. Right before they realize that Brad's firecracker has been lit in Kablamo, the critter spaceship explodes. <laughs> well done, Charlie. Yeah. 
But in reality, the critters were actually the good guys because they were just trying to break up this like incestuous cult that was going <laughs> in the brown house. It's fucking alt right religious group. Yeah, <laughs> trying to start an incest family in the in a farm in the middle of nowhere. Exactly. I'm the dad and the brother and the sister and the mom all at the same time. But you can call me master. <laughs> oh my god. No, it was straight out of an old Grand Theft Auto quote where you're just walking by somebody back in the day. You're just saying, my mother's my sister. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hellfire. I'll take the camel lights. <laughs> How's mama and them? Oh, they're good. All right. God bless. Steal my sister. All right. That's uh-huh. fucking gross. How's mama and the sister? The yep. same. Oh, the same woman. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. I kept forgetting. Mm. <laughs> All right, so we're wrapping up this movie as the bounty hunters give Brad this car garage opener, which repairs the house to his old self. Except for the shingles on the roof. They still look like total shit. Yeah. Well, they're not going to give him a free upgrade. <laughs> Listen, if you want to re-roof the house, you're going to have to hire somebody. I, I, didn't, I didn't understand this gizmo, though, because like the bounty hunter is like, hey, call him me. We fuck. And gives him the, his cell phone. I was like, okay. And then they buzz off. And then, yeah, like, literally the cell phone gets a call, and I'm like, oh, he's about to fuck the bounty hunter. He's going to get beamed up. Like, no. And then it puts the house back together. What is that? Was it makes a- no sense because he says, hey, call me on this. And then yeah. he calls Brad instead. Logan, we're talking about critters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was, like, expecting him to press the button to Brett for Brad to press the button, and all of a sudden just, like, real heavy 80s pop music to start playing and the entire family starts dancing and then the, the movie ends. The movie ends, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like Caddyshack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, instead, the movie ends as the bounty hunters fly away and it looks like everything's going to be just fine as the camera moves to the chicken coop where you see two critter eggs. Ha- oh, I'm not laughing. Yeah, they are laughing. I have no idea what the fuck I wrote down here this week. They were laughing and also, laughing. Max, get your math right. There were three eggs. See, there you go. Listen, John, John, you did pay attention. <laughs> These fucking people are going to go out and see those eggs and they're going to destroy them. Uh, That's what you would I think, did like Tim, to laugh, but though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was rough, rough. Apparently, Tim, and I looked it up in the second movie, um, they think that they're like Easter egg eggs. <laughs> It's like Easter time, oh and they think that God. they're like it's like the grandmothers live in there. And they think that they're Easter eggs. It's the same family. That's, that's their incest brains. Yeah. They don't fucking have like you Ugh. know yeah. half the brain cells they need. Yeah, they're missing Grandma, a few chromosomes. Also, my sister. Yeah, <laughs> Grandma somehow D also <laughs> somehow the mother of the father who's also. <laughs> <laughs> so you know how usually families go, you know, cousins twice mm. removed. Yeah, this is um, grandmother twice inserted. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great. Yeah. That's fantastic, Joe. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good way to end the movie. The heat is on. The heat is on. You guys want some uh, shitty trivia? Going yeah. for it, going. DuckTales, get some. All right, first trivia is more of a fact, but the character Charlie is in the first four of these movies. Whoa. What? <laughs> yep. Did he? How is that even possible? I think he becomes the hero. I'm pretty sure, and then he eventually oh, becomes a bounty hunter himself. Char- oh, but that's kind of cool, actually. Story arc for Charlie. Okay, and the radio Jesus waves out Christ. of his teeth. 
Yeah, why does it... Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There is one point where he is running around saying he's been following the signals coming out of his teeth. I don't think that they covered that. Well, then he's like, see, did you hear him? And the, the police chief's like, that's the dispatch, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Great work, boys. Take him away, toys. What'd you say, chief? <laughs> just, just do what the lady said. Um, they base the critters off the Looney Tune Tasmanian Devil. Wow, so they are from Australia. So funny fact, they when you said that, that came from Australia, the Tasmanian Devil finally actually started um, making landfall back in mainland Australia. Recently. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought they were extinct. No, no, no. Tasmanian no, Devil that's the Tasmanian Tiger. Yeah, the tiger. Ah, where it's like a okay. wolf, but it can open its uh, jaws 180 degrees. Yeah. Whoa. It's a wolf, but called a tiger. But who knows? I don't actually think they're part of the dog family, but they look like a dog. Yeah. Australia is a weird place. It's another hemisphere, you know? know? Yeah. Yeah. We can all just agree that it's a weird place. (laughs) Very Uh, weird. They got a big, they got a big reef and uh, they got some fosters down there. So that's all we got to say about that. They got a big reef that's dying. The whole center of the country is nothing. And all the people are six feet tall and beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Except for the ones in the center that eat people. I do love that. Oh boy, you're gonna get some. You're gonna get some letters about that. Come at me, Australia. <laughs> Tell me you don't eat people. No, well that's where the fucking they had a prime minister who wouldn't uh, put windmills up because he said they were ugly. <laughs> like, well, no, we we're had not a, we gonna had a make senator. power because I mean Trump's no better, folks. Like, believe me, we got nothing we can say. But like, come on, like really? Jesus well, Christ. Massachusetts had a senator who didn't want to do that because it was gonna ruin his view <laughs> from, from Cape Cod. So is that a Kennedy? That was Ted Kennedy. There we go. There you Sounds go. Like He's like, I don't want, I don't want vineyard wind because it's gonna. I'm gonna see dots from uh, my hyannis, hyannis port house from my compound. Yeah. Well, did you, did you ever consider buying a house that isn't like three miles long? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because they all, they all needed their own little, uh, their own little sections of the house. Because the dad hated Ted. And Ted needed a place to do cocaine and drink Johnny Walker. <laughs> Bang hookers. So he could get, he could, yeah, so he could get all geared up to drive a Lincoln off a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I just love a, a compound or a family home that's so large that you have to take into account the curvature of the earth. That's always good for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's big money. Uh-huh. Yep. It's like the Batman 89 movie. I don't think <laughs> I've ever been in this room before. <laughs> Um, there's really not a lot of trivia here. I mean, more of these are just comparisons. <laughs> Part two. Backcock. I mean, you know, you got like the Ghostbusters logo and the bowling uniforms and then, uh, that was odd. you know, the yeah. sun is overheating his thermometer like the, uh, like uh, the kid did in <laughs> E.T. in the beginning. I like that. It was like, it's 106. You should be dead. <laughs> I got some trivia and I also have some trivia that, uh, fans can participate in. Ooh. Okay. I think. You guys need to guess my weight. And fans, email email in to John guessing my weight. That's for jelly time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. 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 All right. Guessing the weight. Guess the jelly yeah. spreading time. All right. So I'm not done with the trivia yet. What fuck trivia? So <laughs> now just go for it. All right. Well, this is a little bit of a fun one. So, uh, Roger Ebert gave this movie three out of four oh, stars. <laughs> really? So, I have a couple of movies that he rated lower. All right. So, The Gladiator and Fight Club, he gave them two stars. Wow. Uh, the Usual Suspects, he gave it one and a half stars. 
Jesus. And then Fast Times at Richmond High and Hocus Pocus, he gave them one star. Well, I get Hocus Pocus. Yeah, but then meanwhile, Critters, three out of four. Listen, you know, Ebert Ebert seems to like strange, strange movies about um, toothy critters and sex cults. He must have been on a really good, like, candy sugar high that week watching that movie. <laughs> oh, sugar high, all right, yeah. Yeah. All right, and then we got a real quick, too, before John goes in again. We got the box office game, Rapid Fire Edition. John, how much does the movie cost? How much did it make? <laughs> three... T- Three Kroger coupons and $15 million. <laughs> what about you, Timmy? Cost $3 million to make, made $50 million. <laughs> So it did cost $3 million to make. Wow. And it made 13.2. So that, that was pretty good. Oh, wow. So hey, I said $15 million. That's my guess, right? Yeah, you, you guess yeah, 15 so if we, if we smash my answer and John's answer together, then uh, we'd be doing pretty good right now. Yeah. Wow. It might be what they call two peas in a pod. We get a number two- that's Tim's weight. Hmm. Yeah, thirteen point two. Listen, we'll we'll announce my weight on the next podcast. You got fans got to email in guessing my weight. I'm a, I'm I'm getting prepared to be really. I'm I'm getting prepared to be really depressed <laughs> when I start hearing what they say. Stay, stay away from mirrors. Yeah. Oddly, for some reason, we're not getting a whole lot of people mailing in. I guess it's it's weird since you know we're fifty five minutes into our critter episode, people aren't listening. <laughs> How about that? That's so strange. <laughs> All right, let's get into favorite and least favorite. My favorite is uh, the wife. She's attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, my least favorite um, is the bounty hunter that can't figure out what to fucking be. <laughs> he doesn't I mean, want me. Like, Doesn't he say yeah. something like that? Like one of the people he's trying to like transform into? Yes, he doesn't want me. <laughs> he doesn't yep. want me. Right. <laughs> Find somebody else. I don't want you either. That's the, that's the exact line. Yep. <laughs> um, I'll go. Uh, my favorite, I'd say, are the, the bounty hunters, oddly enough. I was not expecting that. And um, my least favorite, I was expecting this to be Tim's. No tits. Yeah. Huh. Honestly, good point, Max. I'm going to yeah. revise my least favorite to the no tits. <laughs> I mean, you had, a, you had a golden opportunity to have Billy Zane up there. Doing like a Dr. Dan, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just sucking you on know? those titties. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. I mean, you gotta make an R-rated movie. You gotta show some tits. And that's what I'm saying. Or a Billy Zane dick. Something. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see Billy Dane's throbbing three-incher. <laughs> <laughs> my my favorite are Billy Zane's here. lips. Mm. My Listen, I'll tell you what. Well, oh, very kissable. You tell lips. me. They're fantastic. Very they're lips. dude, they're they're velvet. Yeah. And big and voluptuous. And once again, DSL internet connection. Somebody will get that joke. My least favorite is the cat. Yeah. The cat actually was uniquely suited to probably be able to kick ass in this movie. Unlike a dog, because a dog would have gotten eaten just because these things are so toothy and fast and wily. I feel like the cat would have been the perfect predator. They did not use the cat at all in this movie. Like, I was expecting that critter in the, in the basement to be the cat at first. Like, have a, one misdirect, you know? Like, yeah. have the cat jump out at you, and then after that, the critter just comes out of nowhere. And the cat is clearly far more beloved than any of the cows that the family owns for their own livelihood, so... And Billy Zane. And Billy, yeah. They just they left get over his Billy dead Rose. body in the, in the fucking barn. They didn't give a no shit. No one loves Billy Zane. You broke Rose's heart. <laughs> <Brooke Rose's. laughs> exactly. 
All right, John. Actually, no, we got our ratings. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow, Max, are you ready for this to be over or something? Oh, you, yes. Okay, so stop <laughs> for all my popcorn ratings. What would you rate this one, guys? Uh, I'll give this one three beers spilled on my laptop out of <laughs> whatever the average of Tim's supposed weight is. Oh, boy. That, you have to, you're going to have to consult Einstein on that because I'm pretty sure I can, I warp time and space. <laughs> you have a gravity well. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, my rating is four tits that should have been shown. Um, out of four tits that should have been shown. <laughs> I'm going to give this um, 45 minutes of me just trying to make one of these microphones work. Um, that's end up being almost longer than our entire episode. Out of uh, one simple Charlie riding his bike and spilling whiskey all over his gap teeth. <laughs> that was also a hilarious scene where the spaceship flies by him and he's just riding his bike like a fucking degenerate alcoholic and he just goes like... <laughs> Yeah, drinking and riding a bike at the same time. I thought he threw up on itself. I actually had to rewind. I (laughs) caught it out of the corner of my mind. Did he just throw up? Oh, God. He did not look good. (laughs) All right. Finally, this is our third time for me saying it. Social media shout outs, John. God, jelly spreading time. So I got a solid gallon of jelly for our man Andrew from Ontario, Canada. I just want to thank you for responding to my fucking sheer rage and aggression and for saying hello. Yes, Monster Hunter the movie is probably going to fucking suck. However, hear me out. The first one might not be too terrible because of Mila Jovovich. I feel like it's going to be like, um, oh gosh, what was it? Uh, never mind. We're moving Evil. on. Anyways, thank you. Yeah, that one. Resident Evil. It'll be like the first Resident Evil. That one's great, and they're going to make 15 more, and those are going to be what's really bad. Everybody else, Zombie Crows killing it. Ashanti. What? So then you got to get Zombie Crows, uh, Zombie Crows killing Ashanti. Uh, yeah, that, that could happen, too. Yeah, that happened in, like, the fifth one. Jesus, goddamn. So we'll see what happens there, but yeah, no. Did fuck Monster Hunter. It's stupid. I'm not allowed to talk about the video game because I'll get us in trouble. But everyone else... Give us some more love because we just made it to 100,000 motherfucking downloads and everybody's slathered on that jelly today. Everybody out there. So thanks so much, everybody, for keeping listening, for sharing love, spreading all the jelly. And as always, say hello. Follow and like our things on the Twitterverse at HM Popcorn Pod and the Instagrills at Hold My Popcorn underscore podcast. And as always, and I'm not going to say it's so mean. Email me. Just say hello. I'll be nice this time. And maybe I'll get some more honey or more flies with honey than vinegar. Who knows? Mm. Email me. TDbackrow at gmail.com. TDbackrow at gmail.com. And with that, Max, I'll turn it back to you. Yeah. And once we get the 200,000 uh, downloads, Tim's got to smother himself with the raspberry and KY jelly. Yeah, exactly. He's got to wrestle himself. I'm going to, re- yeah, I'll do it live. <laughs> I'll wrestle a tiger live. Full episode. Tim, yeah. sl- super slippery. <laughs> Dropping his microphone all over the place. Right. Hey, listen, email John by wait. The winner, <laughs> the closest, the closest person will get, uh, they'll get a. You, you get a Jaws DVD. How about that? Yeah, I got an extra over here. You get, you'll get a, you'll get a, uh. 45th anniversary Jaws DVD if you guessed Tim's weight correctly. Yeah, the closest to my weight. Boom. 
So do you want to be weighed in kilograms or pounds? I want to be weighed in stones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, email me whatever you think Tim weighs. Tim, give us a good, like, belly or jowl flap so that way we know. Whoop. There we go. That's all the hints you get. <laughs> all right, and that's the show. So tell your friends about us, and we'll be back uh, next week with our last Halloween movie. Mm, deuces, Bye. fuckers. Goodbye.